Welcome to the Best Air New Year special here on Mirror Wave. Coming up today, I'm going to be taking you back through the archive and talking to you about what I've been doing over the course of 2019. And we have music from Jesus Jones, Clara Barker, The Beatles, The Lancashire Hot Pots, The Yellow Spots, Marius Goldie, The Busker MW. Chefs, Freedom of the City, Liz Owen, Maddie Stenberg, Lucy Ward, and Hootie and the Blowfish. Hello and welcome to the best of the beer show on Wirral Wave. For the next two hours I'm going to take you through some of my favourite moments from when we started back in July, right up to show 14 just last week. Wirral Wave Web Radio. Things got off to a rocky start here at Wirral Wave. We were supposed to start in March and we got delayed and delayed and we had problems finding a a space to transmit from and the idea was there to start a radio station and the idea was to start last March and for one reason or another it didn't happen so we finally got our space started in June we started training up our staff and our DJs in June and July I did my first training session in July and one of the first things I did as a practice was interview Paul Harris our station owner here this has never been transmitted so let's go to a little bit of that interview with paul harris this is we're all wave and that's paul harris welcome to the beer show i'm ian lumond my guest in the studio today is paul harris founder and director of we're all wave radio good afternoon paul hello ian thank you for inviting me on the show paul what made you want to start a community radio station well, I've been on community radio now for 10 years, formerly uh, with Vintage, still am with them uh, for a poetry programme. And I enjoyed the experience, uh, but I was never able to actually be in control of my own show, producing it and introducing new formats. So I decided I would set up my own community station uh, and encourage people in the community on the world to get involved in local radio. Uh, was it? Difficult or expensive to set up? It was difficult on the basis of finding premises. That was the most difficult thing to do. I spoke to our council and I spoke to a number of landlords and a number of trusts that had properties like Maya Trust, Maya Park Trust in Bebbington, for instance. But either the rents were far too high because we're a not-for-profit company. We rely upon donations at the moment and my deep pocket. And... It was financially difficult for us to uh, find the premises we wanted. Then last summer, I was here at West Kirby Arts Centre as part of the Festival of First activities. And I was speaking to the owner of West Kirby Arts Centre and I asked uh, Tony Wolf, the owner, whether he knew anywhere we, we could have premises for a, a radio studio. And he said he could build us the premises here at West Kirby Arts Centre. So we agreed on a rent for those and a date of completion. And here we are today. We started broadcasting in June. In terms of costs, 
Well, if I was to set up an FM radio station, the first thing I'd need to do is buy an FM licence. If I was granted one, you can't just get one. You have to apply for it. And as there is already a couple of stations on Merseyside that broadcast on FM, it'd be unlikely we'd get one. But if I was fortunate, the cost would be about £16,000 per year. Well out of our budget. If I wanted to do DAB, digital radio, again, you have to apply to Ofcom. And if they grant you the licence and... I doubt if they would have granted it to a community station like us for uh, lack of uh, resources financially and experience. It would have been £27,000. So that only left one option, which was internet. Now, the internet is not governed by Ofcom, so there's no licensing cost, but you still have to pay a performance licence, PRS, which a part of that money goes in royalties to the performers of the music you play. And you have to pay for a PPL, public uh, broadcasting uh, license for uh, any live concert or performances you put on. But in total, um, the total cost to date is... Which includes equipment, most of it's donated as second hand or has been bought with budget in mind. And that is very good manageable cost per year for a station local sponsorship, local donations and local advertising. Did you have to apply for any special licences? No, we didn't. Um, The internet uh, and broadcasting on the internet is quite uh, free of any licensing other than uh, what we call PRS, which I just alluded to before, which is to do with royalty payments to... The artist you apply, and That's you basically the performing t- rights society. Thank you, Ian. Yeah, That's performing the same, rights society. So, same as the stickers you see in pub windows. Yeah, to, that's right. Yes, it is. So, so they have the right license to play music. And as when well. you apply, you tell them uh, what kind of setup you are, and uh, you're limited to so many track plays per year. In our case, it's like eighty thousand. Uh, was it eight hundred thousand? I know it's something crazy that we'll never reach. Uh, and also. Uh, whether you're going to podcast and whether people can download music from you or not. If they can, then it costs you more. We don't have downloads, so it's not an issue. What we do is have replays, so people can go to our website, worldwave.co.uk, click on a replay and hear music again or um, spoken uh, chat shows, that kind of thing. Uh, Thank you. I'm I'm going to go to a piece of music now, and I'll be back with Paul after International Bright Young Thing. But Jesus turned. We're all wave. Now, here comes the music.
I am back here with uh, Paul Harris here on the beer show, and we're all wave. Who was that, by the way? That was just that was International Bright Young Thing by Jesus Jones. That was really good. I enjoyed that. Um, so you have your own show here on the on the station, Paul, called the Family History Detective. Yeah, it's Tell one me a bit of, about that. Yeah, it's one of two shows here. And the Family History Detective is the one I do on a Saturday lunchtime, and also I have uh, Easy Like Sunday Morning which is an easy wake-you-up breakfast show on Sunday morning. So The Family History Detective comes from my love of researching family history, or genealogy, as it's called. And I realised there was no show like it on community radio. And the TV programmes are like Who Do You Think You Are? And um, there was one on Radio 4, which name I forget. I've created a big interest in family history. And talking to our local library here on the Wirral, and the people over at Liverpool, they tell me they get many people coming into the libraries to research family history. So with the years of experience I've had doing family history research, I thought I would create a number of one-hour episodes broadcast live on Saturdays, but also in our replay page, if you want to go there and look at them and hear them, uh, all about family history. So do you think this will get people into trying to research their own family history? I hope so, yeah. I mean, the aim of it was to encourage people to research their own family history. But I also give money-saving hints and tips and time-saving hints and tips in those episodes. So one tip, for instance, is to use your local library, because all our local libraries on the Wirral here and in Liverpool have free access to two of the largest family history websites in the country. And in the case of the Wirral, you get a free half hour every day. In the case of Liverpool, you get a free one-hour access every day unless... Um, you know, there's a few people using the computers at Liverpool uh, libraries, in which case sometimes you get four or five hours. I've had a whole afternoon of free time. And when I'm talking of free time, I'm also talking about you save a lot of money because if you subscribe to these two sites yourself, you'd be paying something like £35 a month. Wow. Yes, wow. You're listening to Wirral Wave. Wirral Wave. Everyone here at the station is a volunteer, is that right? Yes, yeah, we uh, don't pay wages, we don't have the budget to give people any allowances other than maybe the occasional cost of, of making a journey through the tunnel if they're coming over from Liverpool or something. So we rely totally upon volunteers, and those volunteers come from all walks of life, all ages, and... Uh, really what we're looking for and still are looking for is is more volunteers to either be presenters behind the mic or to work off air in areas like production and presenting uh, program schedules providing technical support if there's someone who likes to do a little bit of journalism or event reporting we're up for that and also social media marketing and station promotion so if you're interested, if you go onto the worldwave.co.uk website, click on the volunteer page and fill out the simple form there, then once we receive it, we'll get back to you. And if it looks interesting, we'll ask you to come in and have a chat with us. Yeah, and again, you just answered my next question, which was going to be, are you still looking for presenters and what other positions are available? Yeah, we are still looking for presenters and the positions are voluntary. And really, the key things we're looking for, you need to be a team player. You need to be interested in radio. You need clearly to have an interest in your local community, preferably here on the Wirral. 
You need to be reliable. We can't run programs if you're not in one week and in the next. And you need to be able to volunteer on a regular basis. It may be just an hour. It may be a couple of hours a week. It may be a whole day. Most of our volunteers uh, do a couple of hours a day. Some do uh, a couple of shows a week. We don't have any that work a full five-day week. Um, and it's unlikely we ever will, will have. But we uh, are ever hopeful. And the kind of places we've still got available, we're still looking for presenters because we only go out live with presenters over the weekends. So we'd love to be able to cover Monday through to Friday. And we're still looking for people to help us with our social marketing and some back office work as well uh, in terms of scheduling programmes, etc. We're going to go to another piece of music now. One of the other things I do here on the beer show is I try to promote small artists and bands and this is an artist from the Isle of Man who I met through, you can tell how, how old this is because I met this artist through MySpace music in the late 90s. All right. And we've been friends ever since and then she moved over to Facebook and other social media and turned everyone else. And She officially retired from doing music last year. She's only in her late 30s, but she decided she'd spent eight years doing Two albums and not really what to come for it. Off her first album, Indigo, this is a quirky little track from uh, Clara Barker from the Isle of Man. This is called Cowboy Ninja Bear. He sat me down and he put it to me. Where do I see myself? What will I be? He's got the world on his shoulders All the woes of mankind He's got bags on his eyes And death on his mind When I grow up I'm gonna join the Red Arrows Now sprinkle glitter on the people below I'll have the moon on a stick And the stars in my pocket You think I'm so Yeah. <laughs> 
That was Cowboy Ninja Bear from Clara Barker here on The Beer Show on Wirral Wave. With me this afternoon I have Paul Harris, founder and broadcaster here on Wirral Wave. Before we went to that song you were talking about, we were talking about looking for new presenters and things to... That's right. For people on the station. Um, What sort of content are you looking for people to do? Yeah, um, we're open to ideas. So if you've got an idea for a programme or a particular style of music or... Uh, chat show then by all means bring it along and we'll look at it and see if we can make it happen uh we recently had uh, ian here who's our guest uh, host today um talk about a beer show with us um and he is a member of camera the campaign for real ale like i am and he said to me well why don't we talk about beer and pubs and breweries and festivals beer festivals and the music that goes with all that and I said wow that's a great idea Ian let's do it and so we're building up this show called the beer show over the months ahead to be very much a show that beer drinkers across the world and across our region are going to enjoy now that is quite unique no one else does that and that's the beauty of uh, having a community station because we don't have commercial advertisers we don't have to you know play by the rules in terms of what they expect us to put out so you're not going to have a lot of uh, pop music on our station chart music but you will have lots of different styles of music i uh, love blues uh, we've got two new presenters who are going to do a folk uh, wave acoustic music for us. We've got one of our presenters who loves classical music. We've got even a lady who's a big goth and thrash metal fan who's going to do uh, music. Claire's going to do that for us as well. So bring along ideas. We'll talk them through. If it's manageable and we can make it happen, then we'll do it. And we can tell you after a couple of months, you know, what kind of listenership we've got. We've got information on our systems that tell us how many people listen in. And then if it's got a reasonable listenership, we'll keep it. If it isn't, we'll reformat it or try and present it in a different way and see whether that attracts any more listeners. And as you just heard, my thing is small, independent and local musicians or any musicians that fall into the indie category. Or alternative category. So things you wouldn't normally hear on the radio. Broadcasting live with more than just music. Whirl Wave. Fantastic. I did a couple of test recordings and show tryouts in July, or trying to get used to the system. And then my first proper recording, which became show one, and the test recordings, I think, became shows two and three. I'll have to go back and check that, but I'm fairly sure. The ca- um, it became at least show two. But in August, I interviewed my friend John McNamara, a founding member of the Wirral Beer Club. And he came into the studio and we had a chat about the Wirral Beer Club and what the Wirral Beer Club is. So let's, uh, let's go find out, shall we? Who are the Wirral Beer Club? Well, we are basically a local club for the people, by the people. 
but basically go out, support all the local pubs, breweries, everything comes off that from your farmers, you know, make the hops and everything like that. How did it all get started? Well, it started, it's about five years old this year. It started when we went to the West KBB Festival in St. Bridges, which is literally a corner kick away from here. And we, a lot of us got to know each other from starting the Hoylake Beer Festival the summer before. And we'd gone then, I was regulated the old Peelers Thursday Thursdays. And so one of the lads, Alan, El Presidente, as I like to call him, so why don't we make something more regular so we can see each other, meet up? And then I was up talking over the next few months, eventually it spiralled into the Will Beer Club. And we had our first meet-up on October the 9th, I think it was. We were five years old this October, which I can't believe. It started in Birkenhead. Our first ever pub was the Brass Balance. And then we went down to Gallagher's. And it kind of from, went on from there then, to, I say, to support the... The local area, really. A couple um, of good bars there as well. Yeah, there certainly is. And there's been others have tried. Like the Stork's a great building. They've had different owners. I believe it's been taken over again, but I haven't checked it yet. How often do you meet? Well, it's, it's generally... It's not really set pattern. It's, it's whenever people want to meet and say, let's meet up. Thankfully, it's been really popular the last... For a while now. It's every month, which is just great. we just done our revisit to Parkgate. It was the first time in June, but it was raining in the morning. I thought, oh, no. But we said, we'll come again to let other people have a chance. It was great. I'm going to just say the chips of Parkgate are the best in the world. <laughs> I want to know if they do. I've got another shop anywhere. But anyway, we tend, it's whatever the people want. It's up to you guys. When you say we'll come out next month. We've got the rest of it this year planned. And I have a few early dates for early next year. So, so it's looking good, yeah. So we're going to go into our first piece of music now that uh, John has selected. This is uh, Eleanor Rigby by The Beatles. Ah, look at Listen to Wirral Way. They can't touch you for it. Wirral Way, 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 way. 
I have John McNamara here in the studio with me on Wirral Wave. So we're talking about the Wirral Beer Club. We are indeed. Can anyone join the Wirral Beer Club? Yeah, it's, it's very anyone who says Wirral Beer Club. You don't have to drink beer, we have people who drink gin. Or it doesn't matter, you're just coming out and supporting your local pubs. Again, your brewers, everything, helping the local economy. And occasionally we have a couple of trips, one to Liverpool, one to Chester. So again... Supporting the local areas, it's just about coming up, having a laugh, and, and supporting the local community. How many pubs do you tend to go to in a session? Well, it varies on the area. You can go to like we're going to Thornhoff next month, and there's generally three, but if you go further afield, there's, there's lots more. It also depends on time and travel, and also, most importantly, what people want, where they, where they want to go. Does it cost anything to be a member of the world? No, beer? just free, just turn up. Just the price of your beer? Yeah, exactly. Pay for your own beers, well, that's it. Yeah, yeah that, that's it. How do people find out about what's going on about the beer club activities? Well, at the moment, it's we're on Twitter at Will Beer Club and the same on Facebook, and we also have Will Beer Club at gmail dot com. We are considering the website, but it's having the time. But eventually, there will be something. I've just started time with coding, so hopefully, <laughs> do something probably in the new year. As of other than the internet, I'm not sure. So, if anyone's got any ideas, feel free. Are there any, any regular members of the club who turn up month after month after month? Yeah, there's a few of us, but then again, you know, it's why when people are working and everything. But people like myself, Stalwart, I suppose you called, and Alan, and yourself, Ian, and a few others. How many people normally turn up to these events? Again, it varies by a month and by an area. Sometimes you've been well into double figures, which you've done, and sometimes just an intimate. Yeah. Which is great, works well both ways. So, sometimes yeah. by weather as well. The weather's another one, yeah, Ian, and obviously this time of the year, a lot of people are on holidays. How often do you revisit? places it's generally we go once a year unless yeah unless there's say there's a beer festival or but if someone wants to go say for example Hesville another pub up in the area we may go back to that say the micro pub in Hesville for example we're going to have a bit of beer related music now hey appropriate we're going over to the Lancashire Hot Pots oh yes we're going back to 2012 and we're having the Beer Olympics Fair Isles in 2012 But just how can we ensure That we take gold But then I had a thought Make drinking beer an Olympic sport And now let my Master plan unfold Because I want to put Drinking beer in the Olympics We'd all be World class athletes you and me We'll drink till we're unstable On the top of the medal table I'm going to the bar for Team GB Well I could drink ten pints out in my vest Trying to grade my personal best But even be medal to the queuing at the KFC From now on going out on the lash We'll all be funded by lottery cash So I'm going to the bar for Team GB So getting bladdered now becomes intensive training and I'm exercising at the pub week in, week out. Yeehaw! And I've got on a retainer. Johnny Vegas is my personal trainer. We're drinking bits of lager, cider, ale and stout. Hey! Oh, hey! I want to put drinking beer in the Olympics. We'd all be world-class athletes, you and me. We'll drink till we're unstable. At the top of the medal table, I'm going to the bar for Team GB. Yes, yes, uh, gymnastics now. Let's check on uh, Willie Ackers like in the vault. Uh, I'm told he's no longer in the vault. He's now in the lounge undertaking the synchronised drinking. Let's check the marks from the judges. 5.6, 5.8, 5.9, 5.9, 5.9, 5.9, 5.9, 5.9, 5.9, 5.9, 5.9, 5.9, 5.9, 5.9, 5.9, 5.9,
5.9% alcohol. He's done it! Goal! Well, I could drink 10 pints up to me vest, trying to brave my personal best. But even the medals were queuing at the KFC. From now on, going out on the lash, we'll all be funded by lottery cash. So I'm going to the bar for CGB. No drinking lager, the Germans, they will be competition. And for vodka, the Russians would put up a fight, I guess. But drinking till you're chaotic will finally be patriotic. Has anyone got Seb Coe's email address? I want to put drinking beer in the Olympics. We'd all be world-class athletes, you and me. We'll drink till we're unstable On the top of the medal table I'm going to the bar for Team GB so that sounded good, didn't it? So my could what a bit of creative editing can do. I was still new to the system when I did that interview. I'd been using it for about two or three weeks. And uh, <laughs> we came back in from that first song from Eleanor Rigby. And we must have been talking for about, ooh, I don't know, five or six minutes before I realised I hadn't brought the mics back up again. <laughs> yep. I'd forgot to turn the mic volume back up, so I actually had to say to John, you know what, I forgot to turn the mics up. Can we go back and talk about all that, that last five minutes again? <laughs> we went back and we did it. But after the next song, John turns to me, uh, so have you turned the mics back up this time? Not everything's smooth, smooth and plain sailing. When you get new equipment, new surroundings, uh, you just uh, sometimes there's teething problems. But it all worked out in the end, and it, it became a 30-minute interview. Well, the original intent was it for it to be a 30-minute interview. That, that's what was broadcast for the end of the actual show. I left the mics up and running, we chatted again, and I got another hour's worth of content. That show ended up being an hour and a half show. So that was the, f the first show. Show number two was very different. Show number two I did as a test show back on the 3rd of July, and that eventually morphed into... Show number two, adding a little bit of content to it. And there I talked about a trip I'd taken abroad. Let's see where I went. Now we are going to go abroad. This is where I take you somewhere nice, somewhere exotic. It's that part of the show. And this time we are going to Budapest, capital of Hungary. I went to Budapest Beer Week not that long ago. They have a beer festival called the Tasting Sessions at uh, like a little nightclub place. It's a, it's a bit weird, but it's, it's quite nice. So Budapest Beer Week is organised every year. They're week-long events throughout the city. If you were at Liverpool Beer Week just recently, or if you've ever been to Manchester Beer Week or Leeds Beer Week here, it's similar concept. They have events and tap takeovers and various things to places throughout the city. And at the end of the week, they have the tasting sessions, which is a three-day beer festival. It is a ticketed event. Tickets cost about £50 for the Imperial ticket that I got. There are cheaper tickets. I think the cheap ticket's about £20. I got the Imperial ticket that gets you loads of different things throughout the beer week. It gets you discount on beer into certain things and it gets you discount on the beer at the beer festival. The, this beer festival is at... Um, they call them Ruin Pubs. They're quite common throughout... Budapest. They set up in old run-down buildings. There's actually one in Liverpool. I actually found one in Liverpool the other day. Very similar setup. So this is basically in the courtyard 
of one of these places. It's over near Hero Square, which is slightly out of the centre, but everything is accessible by tram. That's one thing I like about Budapest. Everything is accessible by tram or trolleybus. I say close by anyway, I say within a mile of the festival site. But there is a tram drops literally out the front. There's a tram drops off and picks up right outside the front of the venue. And it took me back to my hotel as well. And one of the stops on this tram was the stop outside my hotel. So I didn't have to walk back this year. Yay. <laughs> I went for the first time last year and I got a taxi back and the driver didn't really know where he was going. Uh, the walk tour got the tram this year. But yeah, it's really good. They've got that expanded. It's like a nightclub place where it is. Um, the building, it's like a four-sided building with a courtyard in the middle. The building is actually a nightclub. So last year what they'd done, they'd had the beer festival just in the courtyard. This year they'd expanded into the building as well. So there was a few more breweries, there was a few bits inside. Um, they have live bands, they still have live bands. They have live bands on throughout the throughout the festival. So a really, really, really good rock band called Sonja. Amazing Hungarian rock band. And I saw a Hungarian ska band called The Yellow Spots. Now these guys are completely nutty. Absolutely, completely nutty. And even though they sing purely in Hungarian, the songs are fun, they're catchy. You want to sing along even though you've no idea. What you're singing, you want to dance, it's just got energy, it's got everything. Oh, it was really, really good, they're really good. They're really good if you're into your scar, if you like the Mighty Mighty Boston's I played you a few minutes ago. Um, they're an American, American scar rock band. Check out the Yellow Spots from Hungary, they are just completely, completely nutty. Hold on. 
Hungarian there from the yellow spots. Basic phrase any traveller to Hungary would need. Hovelet a toilet, which translates as where's the toilet? And as I don't speak any Hungarian, I will apologise to any Hungarian speakers out there in case that song contained any inappropriate or naughty words. And I also did a beer cruise down the Danube, but we haven't got time to include that footage right now. So go back to the replay player, listen to show two on our website we'reallwave.co.uk. So yeah, so that was a good, uh, interesting trip, that, to be the best. I enjoyed that. It's not till May, and the Imperial tickets for next year have already sold out. So if I want to go again, I'm just going to have to book the normal double ticket and not have all the additional extras that the Imperial gets you. We're all wave. Listen in. We're different. Show three was an interesting one, and marked a change from the format I'd established in the second show. I had been to see three very famous Merseyside bands in Birkenhead Park. And show three was basically just music by them with my normal beer talk in between. And those bands were not OMD, I wished OMD had been there. It was China Crisis, The Christians and The Lightning Seeds. So let's see what I thought of China Crisis, The Christians and The Lightning Seeds. On the 7th and 8th of September we had the first World Food and Drink Festival in Birkenhead Park. 11 till 5, both days, free to attend. The concert wasn't free to attend, the concert was ticketed. The Prune Drink Festival was free to attend. Bring together an abundance of local producers and celebrity chefs from the Wirral and beyond. 
The all-new Wirral Food and Drink Festival presents a two-day gastronomic experience with elements curated by nationally renowned Wirral-born chef Paul Askew of the Art School Restaurant. The festival will be a showcase of what Wirral has to offer from field to fork. Set against the backdrop of one of Wirral's most celebrated green flag art, something for all the family alongside fantastic art and entertainment and mouth-watering food and drink on offer. The event is part of a jam-packed weekend in Wirral, with Bergenhead Park as the hub for a number of these stellar events. The event will take part as part of September to Remember at the park, alongside the Liverpool Philharmonic Orchestra at Bergenhead Park on Saturday the 7th of September, the Lightning Seed China Crisis and the Christians on Sunday the 8th of September, followed by the Ovo Energy Tour of Britain on Wednesday the 11th of September. They had uh, chef demos, they had music, um, they had an acoustic music stage featuring, I don't recognise any of the names, I'm assuming local musicians. And they had a choir extravaganza and they had storytelling from local writers and storytellers, which I'm sure one of my uh, co-hosts here at the station would have been interested in doing, as that's the sort of show they're doing. We're all wave. Now, here comes the music.
And if you're wondering what all the banging and crashing was during that piece, we've had the Wilfred Owen experience move into the room next to us at the West Kirby Arts Centre from where they were in Birkenhead. And it was during that time that they were building the room and making the the room ready for the Wilfred Owen experience. They were just like a cut-through corridor previously in the storage room. So they were making that ready so there was lots of hammering and sawing and various things going on. There was actually times when I was in recording on a Thursday that I actually had to go do something else and stop recording for about 15-20 minutes at a time because the noise was just so overwhelming. But that's what you get for being in a community centre, sharing with other people. And occasionally you'll hear background noises in my broadcast because we're back onto the main hall of the community centre at the studio. 
and there's classes goes on in there there's musicians practicing there there's various things going on so occasionally you'll get sort of interesting sounds in the background setting the ninth wonder of the world shows four five and six passed without a hitch I'd got into the swing of things, I'd got into my format, I'd got into a routine of going out on a Monday or a Tuesday to Hoy Lake, West Kirby to find out what was on the pubs, came back, reported in, and if there wasn't much content, built the rest of the show up with music. We try to work on a five minute rule, you know, generally uh, people don't have a concentration span of more than five minutes, so I'm told. So no more than five to seven minutes talking. The next few shows went off without a hitch. I'd got my format established. And then I went abroad again. I, get, I went to Manchester to see Hootie and the Blowfish. Never thought I'd get to see Hootie and the Blowfish play live. One of my favourite 90s bands. I thought they'd split up. They had for a while. But they reformed. They put out a new album, did a new tour. They were playing in Manchester. So I thought, I've got to go see them. I've got to go see them in Manchester. Unfortunately, that show gave me a completely new show concept. And it gave me content for one of the two weeks I was away in Poland at Warsaw Beer Festival. Um, I was only away for a week, but it covered two Wednesdays. So I missed two recording sessions. So one week it was the full version of show one, the full hour and a half version of show one, with all the fun bits tacked on the end. And then uh, week two, the day I flew back, it was the show I called In Profile. And I researched Hooting the Blowfish and I did a show entirely on Hooting the Blowfish. And uh, yeah, hopefully I'll produce more like that on other bands in the... Uh, in the coming year because that was a fun project to do and a fun project to research but i'll tell you what let's go to a song by hooting the blowfish now the first track off their debut album cracked review this is the song they opened the show with and i have i love this song this is one of my favorite huge songs this is called hannah jane we're all wave now here comes the music
So I did an hour and three quarter program on hooting the blowfish. We're away. Listen in. We're different. Poland. Poland was good. Poland's interesting. Poland's always good. I enjoy Warsaw. My first trip abroad to a beer festival in 2016. I only missed one year last year because I, uh, I slipped and broke my ankle the weekend before I was due to fly. So I missed 2018, unfortunately. I'd been out with the Wirral Beer Club that night and it'd been raining, it was dark and I slipped down a paved embankment and broke my ankle. They, everyone else seemed to have gone on ahead and there was not really anyone else around. I was very lucky I managed to catch one guy out jogging because there was no one else around. I knew I'd done something to it because I couldn't stand up. And what did I do? Instead of calling for a taxi home or calling for an ambulance, I dragged my ass down to the pub to catch up with the rest of them. And the next day I went into Chester and walked around Chester on it. And it wasn't until the following Monday or Tuesday I went into the doctors and the doctors sent me to Harry Park Hospital and they said, it's broken. I managed to get out a little bit, but I was in a, what they call a space boot, an orthopaedic boot to keep my ankle intact till 2nd of January. Anyway, I digress. From the 22nd to the 29th of October, I was in Warsaw, the capital of Poland, for their biannual beer festival. They have one in October and one in April. There's one thing you'll notice about the Polish word for beer, and that is that it changes depending on the context it's being used in. Wozowski Festival Piwa is held in the Marshal Joseph Budeski Stadium, also known as the Legia Warsaw Stadium or the Polish Army Stadium home to the Legia Warsaw football team, about a mile and a half walk from the city centre. The festival dates vary depending on max fixtures, but the beer festival is usually held between mid-September and mid-October. This year it was on the 24th to 26th of October. Rural Wave, your local community station with a difference. After brunch, I returned to the hotel, where I recharged my phone and myself for a couple of hours. I headed out of the hotel stumbling my way round the circular underground passageway known as the Rotunda, that is the primary way of navigation around the city centre for pedestrians. There's very few service crossings. I eventually found my way out at the Palace of Culture, an imposing Soviet-era building that houses a cinema and technical museum, amongst other things. As I walked past this building through a park on my way to Hard Rock Cafe, there was a busker playing some original music. So I stopped and listened for a few minutes. I then bought his CD and continued on my way to Hard Rock Cafe. In Hard Rock Cafe, I had a Javiette Porter and a Javiette IPA, and was informed that the guitarist was playing later that evening. I finished my beers and made my way back to the hotel for about 5pm. Rested and recharged again, I headed out to find the Mikola Bar, and this did take some finding. And now I'm running late. I have a couple in there, Mikola's Creamsicle Friends, a Milkshake IPA, and Shrek Company's Khalifa, an American-style West Coast IPA. I returned to Hard Rock Cafe, and whilst I watched the guitarist, I had one more bottle of Javiette Porter. This thing is really nice, this Javiette Porter. You can't get it over here, but it, it's 9.5% to go. It is absolutely delicious. I watched the guitarist, I didn't get his name. He was really good. He sang cover songs, so everything was in English. Now it was getting really late, so I headed back to the hotel. I hadn't eaten at Hard Rock Cafe because it was really, really busy. I couldn't even get a seat, I had to stand at the bar to watch the guitarist. Fortunately, there was a branch of Subway near to my hotel. So I nipped in, grabbed a sandwich, grabbed a meal deal, headed back to my hotel and ate it in my room. Right, it's about time for a bit more music. So how about a track from that busker I saw? His name was Marius Goley. He was set up with a full pedal board, including a loop pedal. And this guy was a very, very serious busker. This is the title track of his album, Road to the Unknown. 
The guitar skills there of Marius Goli. That's M-A-R-I-U-S-Z-G-O-L-I. For anybody wanting to look him up who enjoyed that and likes that sort of guitar music. So the next day was the beer festival day. But as you're about to find out, it wasn't completely played sailing. And I had a little bit of a panic attack. Let's find out why. It was around half one by the time I returned to my room. And the panic set in. I hadn't found my beer festival ticket. It had been in my bag the night before I left. I know I'd put it there. I searched my room for an hour. Nothing. I ended up calling back to the UK. I had someone go to my house and look. And guess what? It was on the kitchen table. How? It was in my bag the last time I saw it. Anyway, I was going to try and get in with a photo of my ticket and the booking confirmation. And then it hit me. There was an office for the ticket agent about five minutes walk from the hotel. Just next to where I had Subway last night. So I walked over and it was up a lot of stairs. The young woman at the desk was nice and helpful. I slowly explained what had happened, showing her my booking confirmation. Because she first thought I wanted to buy a beer festival ticket. She gave me a form to fill in for a replacement ticket, and under reason for replacement, I had to put accidentally left ticket in UK. I felt a little embarrassed as I wrote that. A new ticket was printed, the form was filled and signed. You'd think everything would be sorted, but no. Before she gave me the replacement ticket, she wanted to see my ID. I didn't have it, did I? My passport's in my hotel room. You know, I am on my way to the beer festival at this point. You know, I just thought I'd grab my ticket on my walk down to the beer festival. I asked her to wait ten minutes as a trip back to my hotel was required to get my passport. Ten minutes and very out of breath later, I arrived back at the top of the stairs with my passport. The girl checked it against the booking confirmation details I'd given and was happy I was, who I said I was, and issued me the new ticket. It's now gone 3pm. The beer festival opens at 4 and it was still half an hour walk to the beer festival and I had to go put my passport back in my room. By the time I arrived at the stadium, it was 20 past 4. Whew. Only 20 minutes late. Spent a few minutes getting in, getting my glass and looking around the main floor. I decided to start on Importer 10.5% Baltic Porter from Braavar Swobodzin. This was delicious. Sweet to begin, dryish finish, but not too bad. Really, really, really nice. I gave that a four out of five. I then went into the stands overlooking the football pitch after wandering the floor, seeing what breweries were there, and finishing my first beer. My second beer was a New England IPA from Brauvar Brovka called Tropique. Although it had tropical flavour, it had a bit too much of a dry taste to me, could have been a little sweeter. And it was very thick, very opaque orange. It looked like a glass of orange juice. I took this beer outside and went to get something to eat. And I got a beef goulash sub roll made with beer. They didn't say which beer it was, but one of the beers from the festival they'd used to make this beef goulash. So beef goulash sub roll made with beer. And that was really, really nice. And I went for a wander and a mingle outside. And I went and found a table, actually. I went to find a table and sat down and ate my sandwich. Went back, got some chips, and then returned. And I went back inside, downstairs, to try the smaller breweries. And I found an alien, Brava Greenhead, whose logo is an alien face in a hop. Only going for six months, this brewery was probably overtaxing itself with eight, eight different beers and styles. I chose Space Monkey, a 7.2% double IPA. It was very hoppy with almost a hop oil flavour to it, a, um, oh what do they call it, um, lupuloid. It had almost a lupuloid taste to it. 
I wasn't overly keen. Started off quite nice, but I wasn't too keen on the middle of the finish. And I rated that a two and a half out of five. I then walked back up to the middle floor and wandered for a while. I eventually decided my next beer would be Milka Wack from Brauvar Recraft. This was a 5.2% milk stout with chocolate tones. Milky, chocolatey and a little bit roasty. Very, very nice. I rated that a 4 out of 5. It was getting late by this point, so I decided on one last beer. Marinars from Brauvar Profeja from Wrocław. These guys are interesting. All their artwork are gnomes. Anyway, this was an American IPA. Another cloudy, dank, orange-coloured beer with a dank sweetness on the nose. It was very dry with a synthetic orange flavour. Very, very weird orange taste. It was almost like a glass of undiluted orange cord, and I rated this a two and a half out of five. After that, I was content with getting a taxi back to the hotel. However, on my way out of the bar, I clocked a beer I couldn't have left the festival without trying. Now, I know we try not to do politics and whatever here on Wirral Wave, but just roll with me on this one. It was a brewery called Bednaray, and one of their beers jumped out at me. They had a beer called Brexit. My tasting notes for this one read, Just as you'd expect, bland and tasteless, except for the bitter taste it leaves in your mouth. Visually, it was another one that looked like a glass of orange juice. I rated it a 2 out of 5. I took that beer, drank it slow, wandered outside, and then booked an Uber back to my hotel. Our next piece of music comes from the Lancashire Hot Pots. It was included in show 1 and show 8, and it's called Beer Festival and has a brilliant video filmed at Wigan Beer Festival. So go watch the video of this, it's really, really fun. We're on Wave. Enough chatter. Music starts now. When I was just a young boy, I thought I knew my booze. I drunk ciders, lagers, I was going gaga, I thought I could not lose. But then a friend called Paul took me to a sports hall He promised me a good time He said I'll take you to a place you'll get off your face I'm going for blow your mind It's organised by some friends of mine Camera other name They've got 50 beers, it's staffed by volunteers And you'll never drink the same You won't believe your eyes, it's not pasteurised The taste is heaven sent But I'm telling you please, watch the ABVs They go up to 8% Get your tokens, get your glass There's a load of real ale and it's all first class There's a fella over there drinking shandy bass have a drink, have a pint, it's a beer festival tonight I had pints of mind and pints of stout You just can't beat the taste I went on the cider, ended up like Sean Ryder Completely off me face There were jumpers, beards and tankards The place were out of sight It looked like Channel 4's time team We're out drinking for night Never been as drunk before in my entire life. My head was spinning like a wee controller. I'm gonna have another go on the tombola. I must have tried every beer and I was ticking them off my list. And by the time it got to ten o'clock, I was proper, proper drunk. Get your tokens, get your glass. 
There's a load of real ale and it's all first class There's a fella over there drinking shandy bass Have a drink, have a pint, it's a beer festival tonight They've got French crepes and German sausage Who could ask for more? Shall I stand and have a German sausage? Or sit down and have a crab in the middle of the floor? Get your tokens, get your glass There's a load of real ale and it's all first class There's a fella over there drinking shandy bass have a drink, have a pint, it's a beer festival tonight. Get on your pints and miles! Get your tokens, get your glass. Yeah. There's a load of real ale and it's all first class. Yeah. There's a fella over there drinking shandy bass. Have a drink, have a pint, it's a beer festival tonight. Have a drink, have a pint, it's a beer festival tonight. Yummy. One of the breweries in Poland has a very interesting mascot. I first discovered them at Warsaw in 2016 on my first year there. I've since drank their beers at Wrocław and Warsaw each year I've been. And they're called Brawar Podgosz. P-O-D-G-O-R-Z. It's pronounced Podgosz. And their logo is a sheep. And all their beers are sheep themed. My next beer was a go big or go home beer. This was Imperial 652 Rum Barrel Aged Imperial Porter from the sheep brewer Podgosh. This was 8.5% and it was really, really nice. It had a dark fruit nose that transferred through to the flavour with some molasses mixed in as well as lots of blueberry, cherry, blackberry and other berries. It was a little dry on the back end but I'm going to forgive it that. Very, very nice overall. I gave that a four out of five. Do you ever feel like the world is full of BS? But we've got the wool over our eyes so we can see it. And we're wearing that wool because we're taught to be sheep. If you're the same, you are praised. If you're different, you're laughed at. Don't know why I want it so hard to win you over. Because you are just another snobby sheep. Ba 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 all night long. Ba 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 all night 
beer about sheep so I thought I'd drop that one from Claire Means a singing guitarist from Los Angeles California with Sheepocracy aka the sheep song. Day three of the beer festival begins with a very long walk and a long wait for breakfast. The second of the places my friend recommended for breakfast was called Sam. This was about a mile and a quarter walk from my hotel in the opposite direction to the beer festival. The walk takes you through the beginning of the old town and through Copernicus Square. I'm not sure of the official name, but it's a square with a statue of Copernicus in the middle of it. Turn right there, and a few minutes walk, and some steps down into a park. Once through the park, the restaurant is on our road just opposite. I arrived, and it was absolutely heaving. After ten minutes, I almost left. Actually, I almost left twice. Then a table came free, so I went to sit at it, but I was told I couldn't because it was reserved. Another five, maybe ten minutes passed. And the space came up on the communal table in the centre of the venue. This idea of the communal dining table is common in Europe. I've experienced it in Wrocław and in Copenhagen. The venue in Copenhagen has a glass-topped table, and everyone who sits at it is expected to leave something. I left a side beer business card one year, and an old pound coin the year they were phased out. But I digress. To ensure everyone in the restaurant knew you had a menu in English, the English menus were printed on a bright green card, and the Polish ones were white. I looked at the menu and had... Have you guessed yet? Scrambled egg. It was good at 11am by this point. So, another brunch. I ate my eggs, well, back to the hotel. I planned on being at the beer festival for 12, but that wasn't happening now. As I got back to Copernicus Square about 12.15, two things were happening. A busker was just setting up, and the television crew from the local news were out interviewing people. I stayed to watch the busker, who was very good, and sang English covers. As an appropriate break, I told him I thought he was really good and bought a CD. His CD only contained two songs in English, both of which he played, Hallelujah and Imagine. His cover of Hallelujah was interesting, as he performed a verse I've never actually heard before. I haven't listened to the CD yet. Well, that's not entirely true. I hadn't listened to the point I started writing this. started a little bit last night when I was doing this show prep. For those who don't know... Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah is reportedly 96 verses long. As this were a wave, and we're only 12 miles from Liverpool here in West Kirby, it seems only appropriate to play you the Busker MW's version of John Lennon's Imagine. We're a wave. Now, here comes the music.
Imagine there's no heaven. Says if you try, no hell below us. Above us, only sky. Imagine all the people leaving for today. Imagine there's no countries. It isn't hard to do. Nothing to kill or die for. And no religion to imagine all the people leaving life in peace. You, you may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us, and the world will live as one. Imagine no possessions. I wonder if you can. No need for greed or hunger. Brotherhood of man. Imagine all the people sharing all the world. You, you may say, I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us, and the world will leave us one. I enjoyed my time in Poland. For the full coverage of that, go back to the replay player and listen to show eight, which is my Warsaw special. However, I don't just get songs off, guys. Occasionally, I get CDs of artists I see when I'm out and about, and occasionally, I get music given to me or suggested to me, as was the case back in September. So I was in the Glenafric Brewery a little while ago, and I got talking to the barman about recording, because I record all my beer reviews onto a dictaphone. And he was asking me what I was doing with the dictaphone. I told him what I was doing, and I told him I was presenting this show. And I said I was interested in, not just in beer, but in showcasing new bands and local bands. And he said to me, I mean, we're a bass band. I said, oh, yeah. I said, yeah, we're like a funk band. Said, Give me your email, and I'll send off to, to one of the other band members, and we'll get you a song back. So I thought, all right, all right, any, uh, anything to put a bit of new music into the show, a bit of new local talent? This may not be to everyone's taste, and it is about six minutes long. Put up with it, please. Support local music, support local musicians, support live music. This it's Funk It My Dude from Chebs.
My job at finding new music and new bands to play here on the show made a little bit easier by the fact that we have a talent scout here at the station. And I got a message the other day picking out this song, suggesting that I should check this out and put it in the show. So I have done. This is a Manchester-based band. However, they do have a scout drummer, so there's your connection. They're called Freedom of the City. And they were recently picked up by both Bob Clear Mountain, who was involved in the Rolling Stones and Bruce Springsteen, and Manchester's own Andy McPherson. He says, and these guys have all the attitudes you'd expect of a Mank band. They've released this track for radio play and are currently recording an album. This is Freedom of the City with Boots of Leather.
So from Manchester, we're coming back to the Wirral. Our next three songs are from two artists I've discovered just going out and about and watching live music. Our first two songs from Wirral-based singer-songwriter Liz Owen, and our third is from Liverpool-based musician Maddie Stenberg. Wirral Wave. Now, here comes the music. Then I won't mind 
Just showing off my musical taste there. Three songs that couldn't be more different from the jazzy, bluesy stylings of Liz Owen with Already One and Yours and Mine to the rock stylings of Maddie Stenberg and their 2019 single Ghosts and Girls. You're listening to Wirral Wave. Wirral Wave Web Radio. On Saturday the 15th of December, I went to Southport to see a singer called Lucy Ward 
perform at the Southport Golf Club. Now, I've known Lucy for a few years. She is a folk singer and she won the 2014 BBC Young Folk Musician of the Year Award. Um, I met her when she was supporting Clara Barker, who have played from the Isle of Man, who have played you several times on this show over the last uh, few months. And they were doing a gig in Leicester together. Right, that was... Uh, she's, she's a bit older now. She had blue hair the last time I saw her. But she's older now, she's mature, she's married with two kids now. Wow. But it must have been, well, yeah, 2014, so about five years since I've seen her. And this wasn't just Lucy Ward play. This was a regular folk club that meets in Southport at the golf club once a month. And they have local performers on. There was a couple of guys who came on, a couple of good Southport-based folk musicians. They were really good. I wish I'd remembered their names so I could recommend them to the folk show guys here on the station. But yeah, it's a regular folk club, and then they have one guest performer. And it's split into two halves. Uh, so they have the regular... So they have two... They had two this time. They had two local performers on. And then Lucy Ward came on and did her first part of her set. And then they had uh, maybe a 20-minute break, and they came back and did it again. Unfortunately, I didn't get the chance to see Lucy's second set because I had to leave to get a train home or I'd have missed my last connecting bus back to the Wirral. Anyway, this is Lucy Ward with her protest song, I Cannot Say, I Will Not Speak. Listen to Wirral Wait. They can't touch you for it. Songs of Safka, candles in the rain, but the air is so much thinner now, and all that's left a single flame. Man was held in rapture by fool's golden fame, and from then on ever after. How I felt to who could pay I cannot say I will not speak I cannot say I will not speak We sung the songs of Zimmerman how the times were gonna change But the chimes of freedom, they never rung And the answer in the wind never came I cannot say I will not speak I cannot wait For them to a single flame Set greed ablaze And send them running to the
vexed by dreams of freedom and of peace. But each day I wake to that single flame. When shall we be released? I cannot say. And that is it from the Beer Show New Year's special. Hope you've had a great New Year. Hope you had a great night last night for New Year's Eve. You had a great day today, New Year's Day. Have a happy and safe 2020. The repeat of show 14 will be on Wednesday night. And the Beer Show will return to its regularly scheduled programming on Friday. If you're a band or a bar and you want to get in contact with us about coming on the show, you can do so at beershow at wiralwave.co.uk. You can find us on Facebook. Search Beer Show and we're a wave. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram using at Show. Have you had any odd or unusual or interesting beers over Christmas? You know what Christmas beers I drank? I listed them all on the show last week. Have you had any interesting Christmas beers? Anything you want to tell me about? Get in contact, let me know. If you want to do a guest beer review, you know the format by now. Just tell me the name, the ABV, the colour and a short description of what it is. And email it in. And it may be included on the show that week. I'm going to play you out with a song from Hootie and the Blowfish. It's the first track off their 2019 album in Perfect Circle. I thought it was appropriate because of what today is. This is called New Year's Day. And as always, I'll catch you in a pub somewhere. We're all wave. Now, here comes the music.
like it's New Year's Day. Come on, baby, let me take your breath away. Forget about our worries that was yesterday. Make a toast to all those champagne, champagne castaways. Oh, come on, baby, let's kiss just like it's kiss just like. From all of us here at Wirral Wave, we're wishing you a very happy new year and all the best for 2020. Wirral Wave. Web Radio.